0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen, this is
1: Dorian This is Miss MVP (laughs) Good morning
0: (laughs) And welcome to another episode of the Convos in the Park podcast For our first time listeners, thank you for joining us We appreciate you and for our day ones And everyone besides the new listeners We appreciate you for coming back as well
1: I'm happy I didn't run you off. <laughs> thank you for coming back. I am I am an acquired taste. I know this. <laughs> but thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, as always, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're still searching. We're still trying to get that 100 subscriber spot. And again, uh, our 100 subscriber will be... Uh, Getting masks Two masks sent to them So please do your part To make sure That you have the chance At that mask Also make sure That you subscribe To our socials Whether it be Facebook Instagram Twitter As always We're ghetto in Twitter We're convos in the park
1: No we're not And 20 SPL Convos in Duh Park, yeah. I thought you said "the." No, I said duh. Oh. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Sorry. And uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to let us know how we're doing, uh, you can leave comments anywhere that you so please, or you can send us an email at parkbench at convosinthepark.com. Again, that is parkbench at convosinthepark.com.
1: Yes. And with that being said... I, I got a new toy I'm still playing with. <laughs> Sorry, I got a... This is my breaking news alert. <laughs>
0: oh boy. We
1: have reached the last, the very last part of our series. Yes, we have. This is the Black Family Village.
0: I think we're gonna upset some heads on this. And one. I plan
1: on upsetting some people. I have my <laughs> notes. I am ready. I'm ready for you to come to me. I'm ready for you to come for me. I want to I want to upset you effectively for you to transition properly to make things better for you and leave a great Legacy Coin that Boom Ah <laughs> uh, Boom very, Listen Very well said Listen <laughs> Effectively Do you understand me Do you understand My notes And Dorian notes Don't coincide All the time But I think we got it synced up I haven't seen his He hadn't seen mine But I'm ready To get in that ass Today Do you understand I got my hot tea. This is a drug-free, alcohol-free episode. (laughs) All this is sober.
0: So you ready to get into it, huh? Maybe. Then we'll start with you then.
1: Oh, that's (laughs) (laughs) it. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Okay, so listen. Mm -hmm. What does our village look like to everybody else? Besides us, we are insiders because we are black. Right. What does our village look like from your point of view? What does our village from the outside looking in? What does it look like?
0: Uh, Disjointed. Okay. Big Uh, word. Very disjointed. Um, (laughs) Confused. Okay. Uh, Unorganized. Okay. And uh, threatening.
1: Okay. I kind of got the same thing. Okay. But this is what our, our our village looks like to others. And I'm saying this intentionally to hurt so you guys can learn effectively. Okay? okay? We building legacies. Can't build legacies on a fucked up ass foundation. That's true. Okay? So, our village looks drug infested. Mm-hmm. Our village looks lazy. Our village looks like we're living off the government. And that's not just because we're black. It's just what it looks like Looks like we're not raising our kids It looks like we're clubbing all the time Baby mama, baby daddy Drama, domestic violence Alcohol stricken Uneducated And Chris Rock said it the best It's a black And then it's a nigga Those are on the inside Know the difference Facts. On the outside We all niggas Yeah so which one are you going to be on? Which side of the street you going to be on? If the drug-infested, alcohol-stricken, lazy, living off the government, not raising your kids, clubbing, baby mama, baby daddy drama, domestic violence, and uneducated hurts your feelings, sit your ass down, I'm going to hurt you some more. Mm-mm. Get them. Now what you got?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the biggest thing that I think right, that hurts the, the families, uh, the black families in particular, <laughs> Uh, worse than anything else well, Again, my opinion But Skeletons in the closet yep. Skeletons in the closet I think Affect us the worst yep. And the fact that We deal with these skeletons We try to hide them We try to dress them up We try to, you know forget that they ever exist and still move on like these, you know like these things these traumas you know these these things didn't happen to us or to our family family members period yeah and then you it's know.
1: disgraceful.
0: Yeah. Shameful. Yeah. And you know it—it it, it hurts us the most because it sets us back. Because again, you have those family members that may have went through that experience. Yeah. From another family member, and don't want to. And then you wonder, oh, why they didn't show up for Thanksgiving? Oh, why they didn't show up for Christmas? You know, we had this going on, or you know, they didn't show up for such and such as graduation. Yep. And it's because well, yeah, they don't want to be around it anymore because yeah, they know that you know that person is going to not like 10 gonna be there and that person you know caused some trauma or you know caused something wrong for them and yeah they don't they don't wanna live with it and then the other family members that may know about it don't want to speak on it because oh yeah that's stuff that you, yeah whatever happens in the family needs to stay in the family. No the hell it doesn't not need fucking more
1: exactly we need to bring everything to the surface and that comes with um one of my notes we don't talk to each other enough. Yeah and when I say don't talk to each other enough I mean we have to make each other
0: uncomfortable yeah
1: we do we have to make each other uncomfortable enough to be like damn well maybe I didn't look at that the right way if, if me saying something to you makes you uncomfortable but yet you can learn from it What's stopping you from keep coming back around? Yeah. And nothing should stop you from keep coming back around. At all, yeah. Nothing. We, as a black village, <clears throat> and going back to saying black village, this is everybody who is blood related and not blood related to you. Anybody who you can trust yep. is part of, part of your village. Yeah. Anybody who you can trust around your children is part of your village. Yeah. Okay. So we don't communicate. We have people who are in our age group and older, some younger, but I'm speaking of us mm-hmm. who have had trauma to them as far as sexual abuse yeah. from family members. Yeah. People close like family members who don't nobody know nothing about yeah nobody it may be one person or maybe none but the simple fact that they are ashamed it's a stain on the family name it's a stain on your name it's a stain on their name because we are ashamed to talk about it yeah
0: so yeah, that is that's that's the biggest thing, and, and I'll just go ahead and put it out there for me. I think I may have spoke about it a little bit before, but um, yeah, my grandfather was a Rolling Stone. I, yeah, I think we spoke on that two episodes ago, and mm-hmm. yeah, for the longest time, you know, no one ever I saw him. didn't know who they were, but you know, they called my grandfather Big Daddy or or, or mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was like,
1: your granaded from here? No, no gun.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and then once, you know, it was finally brought to my attention that, yeah, yeah, your grandfather stepped out on your grandmother, you know, had a whole different set of, you know, children and they had children. And that
1: was common back then. Yeah. Yeah. That was pre social media. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And again, you know, like I said, it it took a while for it to happen and even Mm -hmm. and it took even longer for both sides to, you know, kind of. Put everything to rest, mm-hmm. and you know, be family again. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's ridiculous to me.
1: The the fact that you say that makes me think like it's a lot of families who are beefing over shit that grandparents did. We had no control, control over that. Yeah. None. Yeah. Okay, so your daddy had outside children. Your beef is with the man. Not the offsprings You know what I'm saying Yeah I get it However You are entitled To your feelings I cannot I can only I can only Embrace you One of my friends She had the same situation I felt her pain Because I went through That with her But I'm speaking on Things that we didn't Go through Yeah Like things our aunties And uncles are upset about Yeah That ain't got shit to do with me Nope Let's talk about it Let's clear the air Let me understand why Let me understand why I've never met any of my cousins Because of some bullshit Bullshit (laughs) And I said that loud I get it Why? Why are you keeping family away from family Because of some BS that happened between You and your siblings Or you and your parents 50 years ago That's not a great legacy. No. That is generation curse after generational curse. Because now my kids are going to grow up without their cousins. And then we got some 17-finger babies around here because they done got children together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is Alabama. (laughs) 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 <laughs> That's all I'm going to say This is Alabama But um, that goes back to saying um, Like when Big Mamas was still alive Yeah What stays in his house What happens in his house Stays in his house I don't believe that No, no. I don't believe that Now there are certain things That Billy Nates though And Susan down the street Don't even know no. But within that family, yeah,
0: it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. You don't need a quiet mouth for anything that goes no. on within the family. Yeah. Okay. Something may go on in that house, but yeah, if it was something traumatic and affected someone else, yeah, it needs to be aired out because yes. at the end of the day, you know, when when it comes down to it and, you know, we try to look out for each other. And like you said, you know, we may come across, you know, a family member that we don't know and then they're looking because that person has so much animosity that they keep following the family members and, you know, they'd be like, OK. And I know this may sound extreme, but they could be even on Facebook. OK, I'll just keep track of this person. I'm going to see what kind of kids they have. And then when their kids are around, I can tell my kids, if you see this person, you know. Don't speak. Yeah, don't don't speak or, or get away from them as far, you know, get from yeah. the, get from as far as possible away from them.
1: Yeah. One of my cousins and I, we didn't really grow up together. And her son and my son were at the same school. I didn't even know it. Mm mm-hmm until i saw her mother come and pick him up and i'm like who are you here for cuz you only have one child and she's a little bit older than me so who are you here for she was like oh such and such you didn't know i didn't even know she i knew she had one child and that was a little girl mm-hmm. i didn't even know she had an older child and that goes because we weren't raised together yeah she was always with her dad's side of the family which is fine but I didn't even know I was like oh hell okay the sad part about it is they look just alike (laughs) my son and her son could be brothers Mm. but they're third cousins second third cousins yeah and I knew nothing about it but I know my side of the family I know my mama's side of the family fucked up and I'm okay with that
0: Yeah.
1: We speak and we keep it moving. Yeah. We carry I mean that we don't have any beef attention or animosity, but we have to know that it's okay not to be okay with each other, but we have to clear the air. Yeah. As a village. And that goes with your friends. I have a friend who we were thick as thieves. We got no beef with each other now. Several years ago we did. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But I just got tired of holding that burden. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, look, we ain't, I ain't got no problem with you. I don't even know why you upset with me. If you want to talk to me, my number's been the same almost 10 years, 12 years. I've been here. So almost 13 years, my number has been the same. Yeah. Anybody who want to get in touch with me, that's that same damn number. I ain't got no problem with it. Call me. Let's clear the air. I try not to have any beef with anybody because that's just energy coming to me that I don't need and I right. like my energy clear. Anybody who step foot up in this door automatically feel the energy in here. The energy is warm, is welcome, is positive. I don't do that. Yeah. I don't do that. So we have to clear the air with our friends, with our family, our children, our baby mamas, our baby daddies, our exes, and our ex wives, our side bitch, our side nigga. Put everybody in their place, and I swear for God, <laughs> everything will be smooth. Yeah,
0: but that's, again, a lot of that is ego, pride, vanity. A lot of these. A with, lot of pride. Yeah. It, yeah. Definitely a hell of a lot of pride Definitely. that uh, that hinders us from doing that because again, you know we don't want to be the first to fall. We want the person that um, that we thought or felt wronged us mm-hmm. to be the first person to react instead of yeah. us being like, "Hey, you know what? I know this happened way back in the day, but let's talk about it." Yeah, and you know once you talk about it, hash it out. Okay, you know what? From my end. I know I had some stuff going. On. I know I, I know I did my part, and you know that going wrong. But I apologize. Yeah, that's the hardest thing for us to get out sometimes.
1: Look, I have this thing that's called I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize because I don't need that tension. Yeah. I don't need them. I have so few enemies that I know of. There might be something to make like that. I don't know. Most <laughs> i talking out on the surface, right? as far as family friends those who I were close to those who I was I, that I am close to now I try to clear the air all the time. How are you doing? did I do anything wrong and it may seem petty or like you're begging somebody for attention or to talk to you but you're it but it's genuine yeah it's sincerely genuine like um like say for instance when when we talk, I'm like everything okay with you? Yeah. Because I want to know I want to know the foundation of the conversation. Yeah. If everything is not okay with you, then I know that if you snap off, that is not towards me. Yeah. Like, for instance, when you stopped at Burger King and they (laughs) gave you an unsweet tea instead of sweet tea and you came through the door. I'm mad. Well, I knew you were mad at me because it was your first time seeing me and talking to me. So I knew everything else that followed that until you got your blood sugar level up was towards Burger King. What to me? You know what I'm saying? So you have to know that foundation of the conversation, whether it be friends, family, teachers, doctors, lawyers, whoever. Yeah. Know that foundation and that way y'all clear the air. Your village will be strong then. Yeah. Check on people. Talk to people. Let people know that it's okay to love each other positively. Tell somebody you love them. I swear your endorphins will just sparkle. I love you, Dorian.
0: I love you too, Miss MVP. Thank you.
1: <laughs> we gotta shatter the stereotypes. Yeah. Saying I love you does not mean weak.
0: Yeah. Or does it? Or, or it doesn't even have to mean that um, you love somebody in that you know like a relationship,
1: relationship kind of phase. Yeah. yeah. But everybody's in a relationship with each other. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. My friends, I'm in a relationship Shit, with them. She yeah. told me this, and I was like, "No, ain't. Yeah. and I was like, "Well, yes, we are," because we've been friends for so long like for a long time yeah and I'm like I guess we are in a relationship cause we're kinda codependent off of each other when we talk like whether you're bored In between um, uh, meetings or in the car driving, like you don't want to be by yourself, you or sometimes you do want to be by yourself. You know, you just call that person or you just want to hear another voice. You're in a relationship with that person, yeah, whether it's sexual or not, yeah, and you have to develop those relationships. You have to feed those relationships. The same way friendship, the same way that you would do a relationship with your partner. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. We are in a relationship. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is being recorded so i am legally saying this i am not time <laughs> my hands are not behind my back i'm not in distress we are we're in a partnership you yes, know what i'm saying yes, we so yeah. we have to check on each other yeah. we communicate several times a week sometimes several times a day yeah to make sure that everything is okay if we don't feel like recording then we're not
0: yeah
1: if we feel like recording then we will, but we try to do it weekly. Yeah, sometimes a couple times a week. Yeah, Depend on how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but we we do. We have to, and then that goes with friends and family. In this pandemic, we have to make sure that all X's are, are across. I can say all X's are O. <laughs> <laughs> we have mm, to make sure. On your, never mind. This is tea, <laughs> not tequila, but tea we have to make sure all our X's are O's right there you go <laughs> all of our X's are crossed oh. <laughs> we have to make sure all our X's and O's are squared away um, because Dada,
0: you better just probably saying just the eyes are dotted or something like that
1: fuck that we gotta make sure all that shit together we'll say it like that excuse my language but we have to make sure that we take care of everything yeah our personal relationship, our business relationship, our friendships, Chips. our kids, our, friend, our relationship with our parents, our relationship with our grandparents, our nieces, our nephews, our uncles. My dad recently passed away. And my aunt, who was over here several times a week, I have not, I've only seen her one time since my dad passed away. I've talked to her once or twice. hmm but I've only seen her one time. And I told her to turn back, I said, I can't believe that you turned your back on me. But you have to make sure that that person knows their place with you. You don't want them to think that it's okay. Yeah. Because at that time I was not okay. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make that person know that it's okay not to be okay. And that's any relationship. Yeah. When you tell me something's wrong with you, I make sure that you're okay. And vice versa. Yeah. That's the village. You have to make sure your children are okay, and that's with school. That's with "Uh, uh, somebody (laughs) took the ball from me. I'm like, are you bleeding? No. Did they punch you in your face? No. Did they stab you? No. Did you stab them? No. Are they bleeding? No. Well, everything's gonna be okay. Build that relationship so they can build that relationship with that person They know how to go back and fix it A lot of things was wrong with us going back to our previous episode Children, black children, don't know how to fix previous relationships It's always a lot of tension when you see your ex Yeah It's always a lot of tension when you have to say your ex's name It's always a lot of tension when you have to say that person's name who you have beef with I make sure that my name is said. Because you're gonna put some respect on my name.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in a positive light, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So Whew. like our forever first lady said, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> just just saying it.
0: Yeah. And then even with, you know not just our internal struggles you know we got those external struggles like we you know like we started off the episode saying mm-hmm. about the village you know how does our village look mm-hmm. and you know we have to deal and of course you know we're again we're speak, we're speaking specifically on the black village mm-hmm. if you're listening and you're you know from another race denomination just join in and, 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 and take heed we're not excluding you for on purpose but racism
1: there's racism within the
0: black community would you really I mean but even I, I I, get what you're saying but can you really consider it racism yes or is it more so
1: okay you can call it colorism yeah
0: that's what I yeah I was more so leaning towards yeah it's colorism within ourselves but I mean just from the outside you know we got to deal with the racism especially you know stuff, especially the stuff that was going on back in 2020 and of course most black people know it's never went away But, you know, the last couple of years has been it's been shown more and it's been brought to the media and the public's attention now more than it. I won't say not more than ever, but not since the civil rights movement that it's been that it's even been with that the prominent. civil rights
1: movement everything moved slow yeah. because everything was done by paper yeah word of mouth phone calls not everybody could afford a phone line yeah everything had to be done by snail mail so not everything with the civil rights was as prominent as it is yeah bloody sunday is about the only thing and the bus boycott yeah that's the only thing for real for real that we can remember that's being pushed and force fed oh and, and the sit-ins and the sit-ins yeah, yeah that's about the only thing that's being force fed that we can remember yeah. of course we weren't there so we can't necessarily say there are some people that are still alive that were there who can vouch for that but coming from our generation social media has been the best thing to happen for our community and the worst thing to happen it's shedding the light on all of the Police brutality. Yeah, definitely. But it's also shedding a light to all the stupid shit that happened. Like why are you riding around smoking weed with A K forty Sevens in your lap? And don't expect somebody to see you and call the police. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or the police be watching your feed. In or the, general or the police to be watching social media. Yeah. These young folks don't realize that it's somebody their same age that work for the police who know how to work all these social medias, who know how to build all these different algorithms that you guys are falling for, all these fake-ass profiles for these quote-unquote bad bitches and all that other good stuff that's following you and you idiots are falling right into it. To catch a predator, for instance.
0: Yeah.
1: To catch a predator With that guy, it's the same thing that these idiots are falling for on social media and wondering why they are having so much trouble hiding from the police. Stay your ass off of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, telling all your business. Old dope heads and the old—I'm sorry, not dope (laughs) (laughs) heads—the old drug dealers and the real OGs didn't tell nobody what their move were until after they made it, and then you saw it. I saw silence. This guy posted something on Twitter. I mean, I'm sorry, on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I swear to Lord, it's accurate as hell. Our generation listened to dope. Dealer music. This generation listens to dope user I see,
0: I see, I've seen that in different forms through our social media, and that. yeah, I cannot, I, I, I can't, I can't disagree with it like or agree with it more.
1: They want to live the the dope boy life, but you can't get half your old supply, Pookie.
0: Nope.
1: Go back and watch New Jersey <laughs> and just sit back and learn, like. Each one teach one. Yeah. If we don't teach a fool, he gonna always be a fool. That's true. That's gonna true. gonna always be a fool and then you can't get mad at that in your community because you sat there and watched him do it. Pull this behind to the side and I'm saying him as in general. Yeah. It could be a female. You see this female running behind this old dude snatch her up and tell her just like the old ladies used to tell us. them old men got worms they gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> they gonna get you which is true they want that sugar daddy though sometimes you gotta scare them it ain't always good but sometimes you gotta scare them mm-hmm. I try to teach my children about the scary shit in life off the rip I don't have no secrets some secrets not a whole lot yeah cause you have to in our community our black community going back to the colorism the hierarchy and i think i spoke about that was speaking about black women black women have a hierarchy system when it comes to color yeah unfortunately body size body image that's about how much respect you're gonna get within the community outside the community maybe something different the darker your skin in the black community, more than likely the less respect you're going to get. The lighter your skin in the black community, the more respect you're going to get, the more guys you're going to um there's going to be interested in you. The more girls is going to want to be your friends because the guys want to be around you. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It's always been like that. Yeah. The same thing with guys in the black community. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky got all the girls. But Pretty Ricky is typically a lighter skin. You got some pretty ricky. that might be on the darker skin. Yeah. Quote unquote. Not just necessarily your name Ricky, but yeah. you get it. Yeah. But you just have that hierarchy system which is sad, but that goes from the late eighties, early nineties when that's how they did it.
0: Yeah, and it's that in respect for the men has been changing. You 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 tend to see more Darker skin now, yeah, getting getting a lot more respect or you know uh, spotlight than than the lighter skin, you know, nowadays. And I'm glad to see that change. Mm -hmm. But again, not not to offset it, but you know, again, everything needs balance.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I um I don't understand why in our community we um our black community, we are so quick. I don't know if I talked about this to you or somebody else. In other cultures, they have so much more respect for their elders than what we do. Yeah. We, and in the community, we have our black um, grandmothers and grandfathers sometimes put into a nursing home or living on their own. Yeah. In other cultures, the Hispanic culture, the Asian culture, they embrace their elderly. They live with them. We did them. we did talk about this, yeah. Okay, so they live with them and with the black community, it's kind of like it's a shameful act for the elderly to live with you almost like it's a burden. Yeah. And I'm very envious of that. Because we talk about legacy and we talk about generation, but yet we don't, we don't change anything sometimes. Yeah. There are some people who do, but we don't have that teaching around our younger people because we kind of push away our older people. Yeah but you wonder how the Asian culture and Hispanic cultures their traditions are so strong Native Americans their history and tradition are so strong because they have the older community that's there in their village yeah we black and brown don't have it either they're deceased or they're living on their own and y'all ass only want to go visit them when it's time to eat good
0: yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, yeah, it's something that, you know, I think, yeah, we, we definitely have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for myself, like, I loved it. You mm-hmm. know, of course, growing up, you know, I my grandmother was the one watching me after school. Love being around my grandma and my grandfather then as mm-hmm. I and as I got older and once I didn't have to I, and I guess this goes hand in hand with um, the, the idea of being free mm-hmm. and that mentality of, you know, getting out of the nest. Mm-hmm. And it seems like with us as the black community, once we leave that nest, we don't want to bring any remnants of that nest back. Mm-hmm. Or we want to, or like you said, we want to visit it on occasion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't we don't want that, you know, because, again, it's like for the parent or for the child that is, you know, that has lived with their parents from the beginning and continue to stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a different mentality. And, you know, they may still even in that sense, depending on the parent, you know, the the situation between themselves and the parents, Mm -hmm. you know, they still might, you know, have certain rules or things that they got to, you know, abide by while living Mm -hmm. in that house. So it's, it's like, yeah, they're adults. They have their adult freedom, but they're not really free. Yeah. And then you have those again, like, like I said, where they may bring their parents in, but it's like the last thing because they couldn't find any, um, nursing home that was good mm. enough to keep them or mm-hmm. something that effect and then yeah now that because they couldn't find any other alternative now to them it feels like it's a burden yeah to keep their parents there and yeah that's, that's something that we just have to change all together
1: if my grandmother would have still been alive I don't think I would have ever left the nest but she she died like long time ago <laughs> <laughs> she died when I was like hey, nine died nine, nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. So a long time ago. We were thick as thieves though. Yeah. Thick as thieves. And yeah. She you know.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I was I was the same with, with my grandmother, my grandfather um, in New York, my, my father's side. I was real tight with them again, of course, because I was around them the most. Mm-hmm. Like I seen, you know, my grandmother, my grandfather, my mother's side when I ever came down to visit until I moved down here, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had the tightest connection with them. And then it was just like once I got into my teenage years, and again, f- between finding myself and everything else, yeah, I would go visit. But I felt once, once I noticed that my grandmother started uh, developing dementia and Alzheimer's stuff Hilt like that. Yeah, it seemed mm-hmm. like I felt bad mm-hmm. because of the simple fact of I was like, okay, I was the last grandchild that she watched like that Mm -hmm. constant. Mm -hmm. So when again, she didn't have to wake up in the morning, you know, on those, you know, during the summer, To watch me or, you know, fix me breakfast or something like that or, you know, fixing me lunch and dinner until my mother came pick me up Mm -hmm. or, you know, or having having to take that walk down to the school to come pick me up from school. And then, you know, we walk back or we go, you know, go to the grocery store or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when it came down to that point, when she started getting older, it's just like if I would have just. Stay, you know, or if, if I would have just been around more often, mm-hmm. or you know visited, you know, more than maybe once or twice a week, I felt, you know, it, to me
1: mm-hmm.
0: that maybe she wouldn't have picked it up. Now, who's to say that could have changed? But whatever God wrote for, wrote for. Her. Yeah. But you know, deep inside that, you know, that
1: still that still haunts yeah. me. Yeah, I can feel it. I can really feel it. It's it's tormenting when you see other communities building and having their elders around them like the elders may may not be feeble but they're able bodied and yeah. they are picking up the great grandchildren and or cooking dinner because the their grandchildren us mm-hmm. are still at work yeah or we had to go to the store or you know we just wanted to go do something Yeah, it's very envious to see how other communities and other races rally around their elderly and you see black people push their um,
0: elders to the side their
1: elders to the side so I was on um (sighs) I was on, I don't even remember what street I was on. (laughs) But I was in the city and I was driving and it Mm -hmm. was two different, it was on the same day, two different situations. Mm -hmm. We had some really, really low temperatures last week. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, this week, end of last week, and it was raining.
0: Yeah.
1: I saw in two different situations and it pisses me off. And I understand that sometimes elderly people outlive everybody in their family. Yeah. But again, that goes to, the community
0: yeah,
1: and goes to the village if you live next door to an older person and you know that the temperatures are bad, weather is bad but yet you still watch this person walk to the store in these temperatures and weather and you see this person walk back you're setting yourself up for failure in the future. Yeah, it can be something as simple as a hello and a. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see them walking. Well, come on, get in. I'll drop you off. Yeah, you will You don't even have to wait on them. Tell them you won't wait on them because you know oh, the people. They gonna make you take their money, and they gonna tell you they don't need you. Mm-hmm. Do it anyway. Yep. Drop say I'm gonna drop you off. I'm gonna go and do what I gotta do even if you just go and park and just watch the door and wait for them to come out and say hey I'm done with my errands come on get in I'll take you back home maybe an hour at your time but that is going to go a long way and that strengthens the community because the next child is seeing you do that and they're going to want to do the same thing Yeah, yeah. and it, it just goes a long way it's a shame that we can't see that in our community you see people all over the internet where you might see a little boy helping somebody get into their car prime example a couple years ago it was this older man and this older white lady he was trying to hit they were both in their 90s he was trying to help his wife get in the car. I know if it, Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah. And then these guys just out of nowhere, nowhere yeah. looked like they were finna beat and rob, but that's just how our village looks that's like it. to them. Yeah. They helped him and helped her get in the car. They went on about their business. Yeah. They could have easily called 911 when they saw them struggling. Like, I'm sorry, the older people could have easily Either called 911 call when
0: they were approaching. Yeah, When
1: they were approaching. But they were so happy to have help they allow those young men to do what they needed to do in order to
0: help Yeah.
1: and if they can do that they let you know that they were raised decently Yeah. and they can do it within their own community but as black people get older we have to not only be um, vigilant on what's our surroundings but we have to also allow people to help us that goes back to the pride yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, that good. Yeah, because the biggest thing that I've always seen when it comes to that is, yeah, you may have that, especially for places like New York where everything is so tight knit. You may hear, you know, you may you may be in your apartment chilling, and then you're hearing, you know, you're hearing the walls and everything else, you know, next door. And of course, you know, you try to keep your own, you try to keep to your own business, Mm -hmm. but again, you don't. Sometimes you know it, it may, if you know you may get some words if you go just knock on that door because again mm-hmm. you don't know whether it's you know they're they're having a sexually heated moment and they're just you know knocking everything down mm-hmm. or it could be the fact that one of them is getting knocked all over the house exactly so yeah you yeah we gotta be mindful of each other as much as we you know we say we we want to stay out of each other's business but. At the end of the day, we are each other's business. We
1: are. We definitely are. I stay in my children. My friends, my family, the ones that are close to me, hell, even you. I'm always in your business. (laughs) (laughs) We have to because if you don't keep up with your friends and family business, something, like my niece for instance, Mm -hmm. she posted something on Facebook and she said, one of my friends say I tell my husband Stuff too much My niece is 5 foot 2 I think five, Maybe 5 foot 3 She said she is, she's still afraid She's 25, 26 She said she's still afraid of being kidnapped So that's why she tells her <laughs> Because you have to Because if something happen, You have to be able to pinpoint yeah What is going on yeah. Like for instance My favorite comedian in the whole wide world Robin Williams. Okay. This man, the epitome of happy. Suicide. Yeah. Suicide looks happy, but if people would have known what was going on with him...
0: him, Yeah. Would have been a different story, yeah.
1: Would have been a different story. My cousin, she committed suicide. The epitome of happy. Like, you would have never known what was going on, but this is outside this yeah. is not in her house
0: yeah
1: we don't know what's going on in her house we don't know what was going on in Robert Williams house
0: yeah
1: I know several people who have either been affected by suicide or have um indirectly been affected by suicide and they say I knew nothing they were ha- they were just here last night yeah they were partying with us and then there was either overdose by gun, by hanging, by something. Yeah. The next day or two, they're dead. Like, damn, we didn't know what was going on. Baby, let me tell you, if I've known you more than a little while, I'm in your business. So if you're uncomfortable with me being in your business, (laughs) don't come this way. Because what you do is going to affect me. Yeah. Because I've opened up myself to be a part of you. And you vice versa. So I'm going to need to know what you're doing, whether it's drugs or alcohol, because I need to know what I'm going to be a part of. That's just like, for instance, if you're in a relationship and you go off and you want a side piece, that's fine. But don't tell your side piece that she's your only one. one. Yeah. When she ain't, let her know her options. She might be down with that shit. She might not be. Me, on the other hand, I ain't going to be down with it. Let me know my options so I can know what side of the game I need to play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that goes with anybody in your life. Let them know what they're a part of. Let them Let somebody in. Yeah. You gotta be humble enough to let somebody in. You got to be. That's your mental health tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> let them in, yeah. damn it.
0: And you know, speaking of letting in, um, just to kind of just, <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of segue over. Um, you know, when we're when we're speaking of the the uh, sorry the village, you know. Um, one of the, you know, one of the key parts of the village, of course, is the children. But, you know, you come into those situations where, you know, you may have to co-parent. Yeah. And, you know, as much as, you know, we see the stigma of the bitter baby mama, the the angry baby daddy or the absent, you know, baby father, you know. And when, when it comes to those issues, when it comes to those points of having to co-parent, I think that is the biggest thing that. We, tack, we, we black people try to deal with and make it seem like it's it can be healthy because the one thing sometimes that we deal with, again, it, and it comes back with pride and pride and everything else is that, you know, we want to feel like we want to stand up on our own. And the one thing that gets to me is you hear or you see mainly you hear you hear a single you hear a, a black woman say, oh, I'm a single parent. When you know that the father is in the child's life, but they want to say that they're a single parent, they still are a single parent.
1: How? Okay, so being a single parent.
0: Now I can see. Yeah, you're single as far as relationship. Yeah. But if you, if let's say this is just let's just say for you, if you and your kid's fathers. Are both actively in their lives, then yeah, y'all... are co-parents. You're co-parents, but you're not a single parent. Yes, you are. How
1: are you single Because, okay, so my, and this is just my interpretation. Right. Being a single parent means that you're doing it by yourself sole custody. Now, if you're sharing custody, then that's kind of a sticky situation. You're still co-parenting, but yeah. at that time... Unless it's two parents in that house, Mm -hmm. whether it is you dating or you're married, you are still a single parent until there are two parents permanently under that roof. (sighs) Now you can co-parent separately and still be single. Yes. That's single parent. Because you're the only one that's doing it full time. When you had when you were in Mississippi were you a co-parent or were you a single parent? Okay then. I can, no, I can <laughs> <laughs>
0: I consider myself a co-parent because yeah, I was taking care of one out of two.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, I was yeah, I was full-time with one, but I was still taking making sure that the other one was taken care of. Mm-hmm. Totally different household. Still a co-parent. Yeah, I was single. But I was still a co-parent. You're a co-parent to both. Yes. But I'm not... Yeah, but I'm not a single parent is is, is the way that I take it.
1: Okay. (laughs) No argument. (laughs) No argument. No argument. So, wrapping up, what should our village look like?
0: Our village should look like any like some of the communities that you talked about for should look like a, a Asian community. It should look like a, a Latino community. Yes, with our own unique Black or African cultural you know differences, but yeah, we should have the unity. We should be able to look at someone else's. Um, we should be able to look at our neighbor and be like, you know, don't worry about or, or see our kids playing. Hey. And, then, you know, they're checking up on or they're looking outside for their parents, you know, looking out for their kids. And we're like, don't worry about it. I got them. OK. You know, it's me all day. Go ahead. You know, go ahead and do what <laughs> you got to do. The, the kids are fine. Yeah. Or it should be um, or like you said, you know, we see an elderly person walking down the street. Oh, where you going? Yeah. You know, do you want someone to walk with you? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I got my car right here. You know, let me just. Yeah. Let me just give you a ride. Or it should be the fact of. Even if, let's say, you're the best parent in the world, and your neighbor next door may have a particular, you know, skill set that you're not accustomed to, but able, but the kid is, you know, be, you know, seeing seeing that, yeah, and is growing more to it. We shouldn't have animosity towards that person. It should be like, okay, I see him doing this. Maybe I don't know with him as much. Let me go introduce myself. Yeah, let them know, hey. You know, this is, you know, I'm so and so's parent. I see them, you know, I see what you're doing, and, you know, is there any way that you can show me? So that way, if you can't do it for my child, I can be there yeah. if they're looking for that.
1: Yeah, as a village, we should be able to mentor each other's kids um, without feeling short Yeah. or unworthy. Like you said, different skill sets. Me, my skill set, When it comes to etiquette Is a lot better than others I don't mind If you need me to help you Say that I, Me, I am not gonna judge you I am the nicest, rudest Motherfucker in the world (laughs) I am not gonna judge you But I am gonna cuss you out For saying that You can't do it Oh yes to hell you can Yeah I don't mind showing adults anything I don't mind showing children anything But one thing you're not going to do Is have negativity towards yourself And or your child around me You know what I'm saying? Yeah So if you need to be taught something Or and or refreshed on anything Call me Text me Email me I am here I am your friend you might not like me by the time we finish, <laughs> but you're going to love me. You're going to respect me. Yeah. And you will be back. Just ask my friends. <laughs> Just ask my friends. <laughs> you're not going to like me. You're not going to be like, damn, I don't even know why I keep talking to her. <laughs> she know her shit, though. I'm going to call her. <laughs> but yeah, we, we have to. We yeah. have... Our, our, our village should be on the outside looking in and on the inside looking out. Well-educated. Yes. Well spoken. Yes. Open line of communication. Our community is not like other communities because we, number one, have disadvantages. Yes. Number two, once we learn something as a community, we don't show anybody else. We hold on to that shit like it's the last drop of water on earth. Big facts. No print. We don't. We think that if that other person is gonna learn it, they're gonna either outdo us or make all the money. That's okay because little do you know, there's enough money out there for everybody. What you got? This matter of fact, this podcast. It might be 17 other people in the city doing the same thing, but guess what? Their audience won't be gravitated to us, just like our audience won't be gravitated to them. Yeah. It's enough people talking about different subjects every day to entertain all 197 million people on this earth. Yeah. Me, I used to be a big Howard Stern fan when he had his TV show. I can't stand the sound of his voice now. But I know somebody else who listens to him daily. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The Breakfast Club, they are entertained by people every day. Me, I listen to radio way in San Francisco. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that radio station is playing right now in our background. Not even in our time zone. There in San Francisco where our vice president was at. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yes, I mean, mean, just like you said, same as us. I personally love the Joe Budden Podcast. Oh God. I listen to it every time they put one out. I know you don't particularly care for Joe Budden, but again, like you said, there's enough Podcast and entertainment for every or different you know things for anyone yes if they put enough effort yeah to eat yeah you don't you don't yeah and that was just, you know it's, it's the same way you know with the going back to the hood in the streets you had that one drug dealer that wanted to run that block they weren't satisfied with just that one block they wanted the next one the one after that trying to take the mouth you know trying to take it from other other people when it could have just been like you know what okay let me just talk with this other person. Let me not try to take over the block. Mm-hmm. Let me talk to this person. Let's see if we could come to an understanding. Yeah. Okay, maybe, and I know this is, you know, this is just an, a, a weird example, but I know it's, you know, just just put it out there. I speak let's...
1: Dorian <laughs> <Yeah>. fluently. <laughs> just go
0: with people. You know, you may have, you know, that one drift deal. Okay, you know what? From the time of midnight to noon, I run, the, you know, I can I can get money on on, on this block, and then from noon to eleven fifty nine at night, you can you know you can make the rest of the money or something. You know, I know it's a little extreme, but I I'm mean, listening. <laughs> I mean, but like you, it's just, it's just a way for everyone to eat instead of you know having a crab and the barrel mentality of, of of knocking each other down, so that way we're the only one that's eating. Hello,
1: yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> I was going to do a, a sound bite but I changed my mind. But yeah, I get it. Like you have to, the number one money maker in the black community, barbershops and hair yeah. salons. Yeah. You have home barbers, home stylists. You got shop barbers, sharp stylists, shop stylists. <laughs> right. They fight. They compete why it ain't like y'all trying to do the same person head at the same time let this person make their money maybe they trying to get enough money to go get their own shop and get their license maybe this person trying to save enough money so they won't have to keep paying every month to go to school to get their cosmetology license let this person hustle the way that they know how to hustle yeah It's some damn good home stylists out there It's some damn good home barbers out there yeah. you know what I'm saying don't knock the trade. Don't knock the hustle. Only hustle you should be knocking is yours if you ain't getting off your ass to
0: get it. Facts.
1: You know what I'm saying? Facts.
0: And uh, and you know, to speak on on the hustle, the one thing I think we have to stop in the black community is preaching this go to school, go to school, go to college. That's the only way you're going to get out.
1: Yeah. That's a false statement. That is a very false statement. I am a testament to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is a very false statement.
0: I, you know, and same as me. You know, I went, I tried the college route. Wasn't me. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed learning, but I've realized that the way that the, again, the college format wasn't my style. Mm-hmm. I think I'm doing very well for myself and yeah. not having to be in college. And, you know, that's the same thing I told. I, I still that in my children. Like, Okay. I asked them, you know, what they what they want, you know, what do they aspire to be at the moment? Mm-hmm. Well, my oldest said a lawyer. I was like, okay, that involves a lot of schoolwork. At the
1: time, now she's kind of changing the tune. But let me stop you right there. Another fact that's going to blow your mind: mm-hmm. you do not have to go, go to school, school to be, be a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, I already knew that. Most people don't know that. Yeah, if you study. You become a paralegal. You do everything that you have to do as far as reading. You can take all the practice bar exams that you want to be. If you sit your ass in front of that state and you take that bar exam and you pass it, you're a lawyer. Oh, yeah. You're a freaking lawyer. A lot of respect goes to people who have trades. Yes. A lot of... Um, a lot of um, disgracefulness goes to people who have trades for people who have degrees. Yes. Because they say, oh, you too stupid to go to college? No. Mm -hmm. They just found another route to get to the money quicker as well as build their own businesses. It's a lot of brick masons who took this as a trade in high school who are now master bricklayers who have their own businesses, who are now teaching. You don't have to have a teacher certificate to teach a trade. You got mechanics, you got um, electrical. You
0: got HVAC.
1: You got HVAC, which in the South makes a lot of money. Yep. Our air conditioner runs 11 months out of the year. My air conditioner was on in January, twice, (laughs) two times. It's been December's that the air conditioner has been on. Yeah, out of the twelve months, I guarantee our heater only runs maybe for nine to ten weeks. Yeah, maybe, Maybe. and that's strong. I mean, I'm talking about every day. Yeah, this month it's been strong. Next month. Might not be tomorrow, it's supposed to be almost 65 degrees. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. HVAC makes a lot of money. You got hairstylists, nail techs, you got masseuse, you got all these people who can work with their hands. But this shined on in the black community because, like you said, we've been taught go to school, go to college, get your degree, get they, your master's. Yeah, they missed the part where they say get your ass in debt and can't find a job. Yeah. They miss that part. They don't feed you that part. They don't feed you the part where they say, oh, when you fill out these job applications, they're going to say, oh, you need to have two years experience, but you just graduated, but you're looking for new graduates. We can go to a whole different subject about that, but the people who have trades, I respect that.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah.
1: They don't give you the option to go to the military. They want to push school, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people make a career out of it. People who come from a different country and come over here, Africans... They'll go to school forever. And then they'll turn right back around and go back, back home. home.
0: Yeah. They'll take all that knowledge and everything else and build.
1: But they learn trades there. Yeah. So Why they're learning and working as an intern to get money, they're doing their trades as well as their internship at home. However, Americans are weak minded. And I mean born and raised Americans. I don't mean second and third generation, generation Americans. Yeah. We're weak minded. We're programmed to think that school is the end all be all. Yeah. But that's a different... That's, that's a different, a different show. <laughs> that's a different. different show. But yeah, we need to definitely build our legacies and learn from each other in our community the positive way. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. And any other closing thoughts?
1: Um, closing thoughts. Let's see. <sighs> no. I did have something in the news that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. With all those notes, and you forgot that? I didn't write that down. <laughs> oh, Serena lost. Yes. Yes, she did. I saw that. Oh, my God. But I'm happy, though. Yeah,
0: because it was, uh, but how, you, how you say Naomi Osaka? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that comes for Naomi that was watching Serena when she was young, mm-hmm. and saying, "I'm that's gonna be me. That's gonna be me." And it's her. Yeah, you're passing the torch in the black community. We have to. Naomi is black and Japanese. She's beautiful. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) We can go with that one. (laughs) I have a friend who has three, four... Three or four. He's in the Marines. He has three or four uh, Japanese and black children. He's a... yeah okay but yeah so I mean you have to I, I, I'm sorry y'all <laughs> I went off the deep end on that one but yeah we have to we have to open that up we have to let our children learn yeah. whether it's from us or anything that's going to help them grow um, like um, I'm going to say this and I'm not going to talk about it no more life insurance life insurance is not for us No. life insurance is for them
0: yeah.
1: Most of the people who have a leg up in that world is because people left them life insurance, insurance. policies worth half a million dollars. If that costs three, four hundred dollars a month for life insurance for a half a million dollars, and I'm I'm not giving you exact figures. I'm just using yeah, an example. example. Yeah. If that's gonna help your grandchildren not go through the same BS that you had to go through, worrying about what what a light bill coming from, yeah, how the house no gonna be paid? Is the taxes gonna be paid? Pay that four hundred dollars a month, yeah. Because if you're able to, if you're able to, even if you're not able to, get what you can. Yeah, yeah. if it's fifty thousand, and just use it. And black people, and I'm gonna say this loud. Black people Stop selling your grandparents' house Stop selling your parents' house They worked all their damn life To pay that house off And you looking for a quick dollar To sell their house Dumb as hell You're hustling backwards Stop selling their house You can't build a legacy If you selling the legacy It's dumb as hell
0: Some people don't want that burden though It's not a burden But in their minds It's not a
1: burden If you need help Go to a realtor To help you You can Use that house Not necessarily For section 8 But you can rent That house out For money It's called Residual income It's called Multiple streams of income Use it even if you were to demolish the house, keep the land. Yeah. Build on that land. Rent that land out. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When le- when we was legalized in Colorado, a lot of these motherfuckers got their money by buying land and leasing it out to the marijuana growers. They ain't got to do nothing but pay the taxes on it every year. And if they rented the land now to a 5013C, they ain't got to pay shit. All of it is straight income, profit. Learn some. Email me if you got any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got today. I'm going to get out my my house. And again, this was brought to you by Sober Free um Miss MVP. <laughs> Nothing but blood orange tea in my cup today. No tequila
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Again We appreciate everyone That um, that stuck through this series um, I hope that you were able To learn something Pick something up uh, From any part of this series And If you did Hey Let us know Yeah Let us know It's free game Hey share with You know Share with share with other people that if if, if you learned it, because again, knowledge is power.
1: Yeah. Hit that like button, share it, grab it from YouTube and share it. Um do whatever you gotta do.
0: Yeah. And as with that being said, close out this one. That's like we do every single episode. Have you had that podium? <laughs> have out you had out. that podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Have you had that convo? Is it fried <laughs> boiled?
1: <laughs> Saute. I hadn't had that podcast yet. Oh,
0: have you had that convo or are you in that convo yet and why not?
1: Head on over to YouTube subscribe. Yes. The 100 subscriber. We will, if you do not want to be um, announced, let me know that you do not want to be announced and I'll just say that we have reached our 100 subscriber but that don't mean don't subscribe to the channel anymore. Yeah. Um, but um, if you don't want to be, um, if you want to remain anonymous when you're receiving your mask just let me know um, and I'll try my best not to um, To blurt it out. (laughs) I will. I've enjoyed today's show. What about you?
0: Yes, I've I've enjoyed every episode with you, Miss MVP.
1: We are um, starting to warm up a little bit, so we'll be moving outside. We'll let you guys know what our schedule is going to be for like live, stuff on um, YouTube, yeah, Facebook Live. We want to go Facebook Live.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about getting back into Facebook. Yeah, we can do that. Or I mean, or Fuck we can Facebook. do Facebook and YouTube at the same time.
1: <laughs> you face, you book, face you, face, face two. you, face you. <laughs> okay,
0: All <right>. whatever. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll catch you on the next time. Peace.
1: Hello.